Welcome to the Words Matter Podcast, a podcast of First Baptist Church Seminole. All right, welcome to the Words Matter Podcast. It's been an entire summer since we've been in the pod- awful. A podcast. I do feel like we owe our loyal listeners an apology. Um, all summer long, we've been trying to get a podcast recorded. It's been on, we've been talking about it, but with camps and um, all kinds of other things, there's no schedule and vacations. We've all been out of town. There's been one of us who has desperately I, wanted to report. I feel honestly you you owe me an apology. Well, there's been one of us that wants to record a podcast all summer long, and the other two of us were like, hey, we're busy. We don't have time. So, Nick, if you're out there, I'm sorry we weren't able to record a podcast. We tried all summer. Nick wanted to record a podcast. <laughs> really, it was Garrett. Garrett, every other week, was like, are we going to record a podcast this week? And between camp prep and stuff... We just we didn't have the time. No schedule, mm. no no random things. Mm. And the times that we did have were just inopportune times. So we're glad to be back with you guys in the podcast booth. Uh, Pastor Nick is not with us today. He is he is on vacation. He enjoying some time with the family this week, and good for him to get away. So in the podcast booth today, we've got a couple guests. So who do we have with us today? Um, Ryan Walker, the in, the intern. The intern. We've got Ryan R- Walker two. Ryan Walker. Yeah, Ryan two. Ryan two. The intern. I'm the, I'm the original. We, we may have to write it into our prereq that uh, if you're going to be an intern here, you yeah. got to be. A, so far, it's only been Ryan, Ryan, isn't it? Yeah. Well, since Nick's been here before, then we got to. Yeah. Uh, but so we've got Ryan, the intern, with us. Also in the podcast booth, we've got. Aiden Napier. We got Aiden with us today. It's uh, bring your kid to work today. <laughs> so Garrett brought both his kids, brought Ryan and oh Aiden with him. Oh my goodness. I've got Corbin with me over in the corner playing a switch right now, hanging out with dad today. Uh, he's too busy to say hi. So, uh, And then and we've, Garrett. Got, we've got Garrett with us. I'm and, so glad to be here. Yeah, we're, we're glad to be back on, on our podcast today. We're going to talk summer stuff. We're going to talk Ryan's internship. Um, we're we're going to have some fun with this today. So uh, Garrett's got our question. Garrett, what's our opening question today? Okay, in in honor of the fact that Nick is on vacay and we can pick on him or be kind to him, whichever we choose, while he's gone and he can't, he has no defense to it. So the question today is, what's something about Nick that either you you like or something that is uh, is intriguing or funny about him? Let's leave it open. What what is there? Well, um, what do you got, Garrett? What do you got in mind? It's your question, so give us start us off. So the first thing I thought of is there's there's a moment in in most every sermons when he's about to deliver something that he really he's enjoying this. He's thought about it and he can't wait to tell this. And right before he delivers it, he stands up on his tippy toes, grips the edges of the pulpit, and then he delivers what it is he's going to say. So thou. Those of you who are listening, every sermon you listen to of Nick, you're going to watch for that moment when he's about to deliver that thing. You just ruined Sunday mornings <laughs> for <it's> everybody <laughs> who listens. <laughs> They're going to be watching for that now, or Nick's going to get really self Nick's going to listen to this, and he's going to be like, oh my This gosh. may be the only podcast that Nick listens to. Yeah. He doesn't like to listen to no. it once he's recorded. Since he's, on, he's not on he's it, not he on might it. listen to he it. He might actually listen to it, so he's going to hear that today. He might He might make Libby listen to it. There you go, and tell him how bad it is <laughs> without him. Yeah. Um, so mine's probably a little more serious. I always appreciate that I feel like Nick's got my back. Um as a youth pastor, having a pastor as your back no matter what, I don't feel like I've ever gone into a conflict or a situation um, where I don't feel like Nick's got my back and has offered to like meet with me or with different situations and things like that at different times. 
And so I, I constantly feel like Nick has my back. And that's something that as a youth pastor, I appreciate. I haven't always had, um, it feels like sometimes that, that they're, they're either on the fence or they've got some, you know, other motives or things like that. So it's really appreciative that Nick has always got my back no matter what. And I've never questioned that whatsoever. It took a while to get to that trust level on my side. Um, cause that was new for me to experience so somebody who had your back all the time. And now that I've experienced that and seen that, I, I truly appreciate that about Nick. So, yep. <clears throat> all right, Ryan, what do you got? Uh, for me, I don't know if like I like it or not, <laughs> but it's funny. Um, just the it's not a good look saying. Um, I told him I was crossing the street. I had to cross the sh- so like UCO. I had to cross the road to go to my building, and then he just says it's not a good look to cross the road. And I thought about it. and I was like, he's right. So I started saying that with everything, and then he started mm-hmm. saying that with more stuff. So it's kind of the saying of the summer. What do you yeah. guys say? So last night he was under. Yes. Your Jeep working, working <laughs> on your starter, yeah. and Ryan said, this this is not a good look. No, it, it took uh, two elders, a pastor, an intern, and a deacon, uh, and the support of our wives out in the parking lot at 8.30 at night to switch a starter under my Jeep. Uh, luckily, my Jeep's lifted, so we could yeah. all fit underneath there. Even Ryan could fit. And really, Nick was kind of doing the brunt of the work, and we were just holding flashlights and hanging out, and Ryan was just sitting on the outside going, it's not a good look. Every couple of minutes. Nick, Nick was treating me like the child holding a Kept adjusting your wrist. Are you paying attention? <laughs> it's not a good look when you put a bolt in backwards. <laughs> it's not a good look. Yeah, I've been saying that a lot more. Uh, that's not a good look. Uh, Aiden, you got anything you want to share? Put you on the spot? Uh, not really. No? Okay. All right. That's fine. He's hanging out today. He wasn't planning on a microphone being in his face today when he walked in the room, but uh, he volunteered for it. So, All right. That's been our question of the day. Um, so like I said at the top, um, it's been a summer since we've had a podcast. We podcasted in May right after tornadoes hit, and things didn't really slow down for us. We launched right into vacation Bible school and fellowships and uh, camps and cross timbers and Falls Creek and Super Summer, and all that stuff is kind of slowing down, and we're getting ready to ramp up to our beginning of our school year. But let's look back and talk about our summer stuff. So we all had hands on different ministries all summer. We were pretty much all hands on deck for most everything that took place. Um, so let's go back to uh, Vacation Bible School. What do you guys remember about Vacation Bible School this year? Anything stand out to you guys about it? Um, for me, it was really my first year leading. Um, I had to lead rec, older rec for the, um, I guess it would be third through sixth grade. But just being able to just lead and just have fun with these kids and just being in a different position of not – um, necessarily help, I mean, not helping, but just being a leader through that and kind of using some of my school training for that, mm-hmm. which I've been going to school for. So it's kind of cool to see the Lord kind of reveal some of my future for me. Yeah, that's pretty that. cool. Yeah, and Ryan's always been a helper in rec, but he was kind of given the keys to the kingdom as far as older rec went this year and was able to run that. And uh, for Mallory, if she listens, I did find Ryan's rec cards. They were in my office. <laughs> oh. I was cleaning my office uh, yesterday and took a picture and sent it to him. And he said, don't let Mallory know. <laughs> I knew I put them she, somewhere. She does listen. She does listen. So, yeah, I did find those rec cards. Um, I don't know where they're at now, but I did find them a couple weeks ago. Um, I think uh, for me, it was the youth help this year. Um, the youth really stepped up in a different way. We made some changes. Mallory took over uh, Vacation Bible School this year as kind of the, the head of that. And um, really leaned on the youth to help out with worship and in classes and stuff. So it was really cool to see the youth step up and serve in different capacities. 
Uh, we had youths leading worship um, up on the stage, doing the dances, memorize the music. They were back over here for parent night, meeting with parents. They were in classes helping with the Bible lessons and crafts and snacks. I mean, they were, I don't think they were riding on buses, you know, before and after. I mean, we had youth everywhere all day long. So it was really cool to see them step up and serve through Vacation Bible. Students who all went through Vacation Bible School through our school for the most part, or through our church, being a part of it as a student and then uh, being able to pour back into the same kids now. Yep. Aiden, did you serve in Vacation Bible School this year? Uh, yes, I helped with third third grade, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so you followed the third grade class. How was that around? It was, it was pretty good. I didn't really do much, so I kind of just... You're just kind of there. Yeah, you were a warm there. body. You can just be in a war- yeah. yeah, to kind of help with kids. Kids liked you, though, didn't they? Yeah. Did you learn any dance moves? Do you remember any of the songs? No, not really. I didn't really dance. I did not like dancing. You didn't like dancing? No. Neither did Ryan. You two are the same people. <laughs> there was a sixth grade choir performance that we had in our sanctuary where Ryan, the size he is now as a sixth grader, probably he's not as tall, just stood in the back corner of the stage and just kind of swung his shoulders back and forth, refused to do the motions. And when his mom would wave at him from the audience seeing him do motions, he'd just shake his head no as big as he could. He was he was not having it. So we joke that Aiden and Ryan are the same, but but they're the same. I, I didn't get to be around for most of that because it was it was when I during the work day. But um, I did go help Nick deposit the money, and I, I don't yes. remember how much it was. I want to say fifteen hundred something like that. It was it was right on the edge of sixteen hundred. I think yeah. wasn't it? Uh, which is the largest the one you guys have taken us, yeah. so far, and that was impressive. Those kids really, there was a lot of pennies. Yeah, a that was a, a lot of change. We, it took us, I don't know, five or six loads to get it to the back of a truck yeah. to get it counted to that coin machine. Uh, that was that was rough. It was a lot of money. But the kids did great. They get really into that competition with that. Um, for Vacation Bible School, we had like a week, and then we were at Super Summer. Garrett, you, didn't come, you came up for one night of worship yep. at Super Summer, but Aiden and Ryan were there all week. Uh, Super Summer is a leadership camp where you take students who are leaders in your ministry and help further their leadership abilities and potential uh, to unlock some of those things. And Aiden, this was your first year at Super Summer. What were your thoughts on Super Summer? It was it was interesting. Uh, I've never been. <clears throat> well, I guess I've never really been to a camp like that since it was leadership. Um, I met a lot of new people though. Yeah. And. Uh, I learned a lot about leadership. Yeah, and family groups and stuff were a big part of that. Just like a family yeah. group. No. No. Okay. What, but what did you what did you say your favorite part was the the, the breakout? Oh, the discipling breakout. Oh yeah, yeah. the afternoons they get to spend going to breakouts yeah. and stuff, and you went to one of the discipling and stuff. And, mis- and didn't you go to missions? That's what I meant. Yeah, the, okay. missions, the missions. Yeah. Oh, I got you. They had four breakouts they got to go to. <clears throat> he or, did tell me a great wreck. story. Or wreck. He did tell me a great story about this. I'll, I'll, I'm going to tell it. Oh, I heard some stories, so i got to make sure this, no, this is, is an appropriate one we're th- sharing. Oh, no. Now, this is one about their breakouts. Okay. So him okay. and Levi were running a little bit late, and they showed up to um, the wherever the breakout was at. They showed up to the breakout, and uh, they walked in, and they were like, we'll just go to this one. We don't know what it is. And the lady was like, oh, this will be good. Maybe it will be good for you guys. And they show up and look in the window. And it's all a bunch of girls, and it's a relationship breakout. And Levi and Aiden were like, uh, let's find a different one. <laughs> we're not going in there with a bunch of girls. Man, you guys could have – man, that could have been, been a, a game changer for you guys. <laughs> Learned about relationship secrets with all these girls there. With all the girls, yeah. Only two guys in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan got to hang out with me. We got to pour into some uh, freshmen. Uh, going going into their freshman year, going into their sophomore year, just finished their freshman year, 
uh, students from all over the state. So they put them in a bunch of different schools based on their grade, and we ended up in Orange School. So Ryan got to serve with me all week, and it was a really good week, Ryan. It was. Yeah, I really – I always enjoy Super Summer. Um, more as a TL, so if you don't know Super Summer and how it works, a TL is a team leader, so basically – um, I'm assigned kids, and they're in my family group, and we just stay together all week and um, talk about service and what they're learning all through the week. But, yeah, I love Super Summer. I've always loved it. I've been going since orange school year. Yeah. Um, it really changed my life and how I view um, the Lord and my relationship with him. Um, I also think it's really grown me to who I am today. Yeah, absolutely. But more so being a TL, I mean – it's awesome to pour into kids, but it's also awesome, awesome and encouraging just to see um, where these kids are at at the, such a young age. So yeah. I always enjoy that week. Yeah, it's a fun group. And and how many young adults do you have from our church who are like who do TLs? TLs. So um, we sent three from our church, really four. Mm-hmm. Um, we sent a, a friend from uh, Super Summer, uh, shout out Josh from OSU, who went and hung out with us on behalf. You've got to provide one college student age person, one adult, for every seven kids that you sent. Because we had 22 students go, I had to provide four. Mm. Um, and so we had mm. Allie and Rosalie Rooster, mm-hmm. uh, and then Josh and then Ryan went and hung out with us um, all week. And they served in different schools. Uh, Allie was in red school with mm-hmm. uh, seventh graders, and um, I had Rosalie and Ryan with me all week long. And, and it's a great camp, and it's a lot of fun. I get to be the, uh, the team leader coordinator. So my job is to take all my team leaders. So there's about 12 team leaders that form six different family groups, and I get to lead them through Bible study. So mm-hmm. we get to go out in the morning and have a devotional, kind of whatever they need to make sure these students have a good week. So when your TLs have a good week, your students have a good week. So my job is to make sure the TLs have everything they need and then be able to pour into them spiritually so they can in turn pour into the students spiritually and stuff. It makes for a fun week. I really enjoy Super Summer. It's a long week. Um, we get there on Saturday and we leave on Friday. It's a long week, but really enjoy the work that goes into the weekend. I, I got a chance to talk to Allie about that, and she had a lot of positive things to say. She she had good conversations, um, a lot of opportunities to um, minister to some kids and to um, work through difficult questions. She really was uh, – she came away encouraged. Yeah. Super Summer was always a blast. Um, and then we go from Super Summer, we hit Cross Timbers. Uh, we had Christ, Cross Timbers right off the way. No, I didn't go to Cross Timbers this year. My daughter went for the first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carly got to go to Cross Timbers. And I think Ryan is the only one in the, this room yeah. who went to Cross Timbers. So yeah. what about Cross Timbers, Ryan? Um, um, I guess I had a good experience last year, but I was kind of – I was tired because I went. we went right after Super Summer, so I was just exhausted. But um, this year was a better experience. I had a little bit more responsibilities. Um, I was, I guess, the head – boy sponsor whatever I don't know guy sponsor but um, it was a lot of fun um, <clears throat> it's a busy camp um, it is non-stop um, which is a good thing because kids need that um, we used to go to children's camp and I just remember <laughs> just like getting in trouble during free time and stuff like that and um, just goofing off but cross timbers doesn't really allow you to do that but every every station you go to um, it's it's Christ-centered mm-hmm. um, you learn about missions learn about evangelism and then you get like a two-hour activity time you just go to the water the waterfront so funny story this year a kid um a girl was never kayaked before so i had to um go in and save her she got stuck. in the deep end she was yeah it was really deep wasn't it her kayak yeah, in, it was in the <laughs> creek 
So you got to set the story. There's a great video. So you find this Libby, and and you can watch the video. But um, so this girl gets her kayak stuck, and so they're like, "Hey, we're gonna send somebody out to go get her." And Ryan's like, "Well, I'll be that guy. You know, I'll be that hero." And so like, we have to put a life vest on. So they spent (laughs) ten minutes trying to find a life vest that would fit Ryan. The biggest one they they had wouldn't have gone around my arm, and so it barely (laughs) fit Ryan. So here he is with his tiny life vest on and this kayak, and he's racing towards this girl, and he realizes kayak is taking on water. This kayak is probably rated for 200 pounds. <laughs> so it, the back of it is underwater and slowly filling the closer Ryan gets to this girl. And he gets to her, and he kind of gets his boat right next to her, and the next thing he knows, his kayak is underwater. And Ryan just falls off the boat, throws his hands up, and realizes it's a, it's a lost situation. <laughs> There's nothing he can do. His boat's underwater. He's underwater, but he's going to get this girl um, rescued. And then he realizes when he stands up, the water's only about knee deep. (laughs) Just walked across the creek to go get her. So he stands up and gets this girl's boat, has to get his boat out, all the water out of his boat, and then walk it to the shore. Uh, And uh, so it's a a pretty good video. It's worth watching. It was just so frustrating because we were about to leave an hour after that. No, not even that, like 30 minutes. We're about to get on the Trailers packed. All the clothes are packed. So I had to go dig my stuff out, (laughs) go change. Oh, ruined my new shoes. You'd have been less wet if you'd have just waded knee-deep water across it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, this, I mean, it's their job, it's procedure, but this lifeguard's like 15 yeah. years old. And I'm like, do I really have to put this on? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty funny video. It's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, my daughter really enjoyed Cross Timbers. It's a camp that uh, for third through sixth graders, students who have completed, uh, it's a three-day camp right there next to Falls Creek there in the Turner Falls area. Mm-hmm. And they uh, they have a blast. They have worship services. They have all kinds of stuff, devotions they do. And like Ryan said, everything they do that's pretty oriented from the time they get up to the time they go to bed, they do with our group and with their sponsors and with sponsors who work at Cross Timbers. But everything points back to Christ and everything they do. Uh, and then they got to eat uh, a Snickle this year. That is the, the camp um, snack where they, they get handed a pickle and they put a Snicker bar inside of a pickle and eat it. So Ryan... What was your experience with the Snickle? So Riley Riley Baker made this the first day we were there. And Gabe and I, we were just kind of making fun of him by, like, this is totally a Riley thing that he would do. And then the second day, he kind of talked me into it. I was like, actually, my curiosity got the best of me. I was like, mm, let's try it. And it's amazing. <laughs> it's <laughs> Really? It's good. I have, I probably had three a day after that. Really? Yeah. They, it's a uh, lot of work. You got to dig it out with a spoon. Yeah, so. But. They, they begged for it at Falls Creek. But I was like, well, there's no way we could make 101 <laughs> no. Snickles for everybody to enjoy. That sounds like a mess. So, yeah, it sounds like the smell alone of just 101 pickles, 101 in, pickles. One, in a cabin would oh, be. Oh, it's so good. It smells like a middle school boy's dorm is what it smells like. So, <laughs> All right, from uh, Cross Timbers, that brings us to our next thing. And we'll hit some other church stuff here in a minute. We had, we had Falls Creek. We had a great week of Falls Creek, all four of us. Got to experience Falls Creek. It's kind of an all-hands-on-deck. We take our completed 7th through 12th graders to Davis, Oklahoma for Falls Creek for a week. And um, we had an amazing week. We ended up having, I think, 78 students total, 101 with um, sponsors and cooks and everybody who was in the cabin. And just get to pour into students for a week. And got to see, uh, I went through and counted. I was looking at our follow-up stuff today. We've got nine students who who, um, accepted salvation at Falls Creek, who went from death to life. We had nine total and a couple of recommitments and a couple of calls to ministry and missions as well. And so the follow-up par- process is beginning. We're looking forward to baptizing students. Um, but we got to hear in the main services from, from Todd and, and Brian and 
Um, we had um, our evening uh, service and worship time in the tabernacle together, and then we got to do our own in-cabin stuff where our sponsors pour into our students through family groups as well and, and kind of model that super summer model in the evening. Um, and it was just an amazing week. I keep saying top-tier Falls Creek. It was probably one of my favorite years of Falls Creek we've had. And I, I say that, I don't say that a lot, uh, but there's been some, some great years in memory, but this is probably one of my favorite years we've ever had. It was a really good year. It's probably because that was the theme. Yeah, right. that is true. <laughs> Ryan was the theme. We did a Choose Cafe. Um, Falls Creek did a, a theme of board, uh, not board, of Choose, and they did a board game theme. And so we took the idea of a cafe that has all kinds of options or food, and you've got to choose what you want to eat. And the life, you know, the world throws all these options out at you, and you've still got to make the right choice. And so we use that idea of choose with a diner cafe. Um, and uh, it was a great week. Aiden, what stood, out, what stood out to you from Falls Creek? What was one thing from Falls Creek that stood out to you? Uh, one of Nick's uh, five-minute, uh, what was it called? Uh, you've heard it you've said. Heard it yeah. said. Yeah. Where he was talking about be, your, uh, be yourself and mm-hmm. how it's like like the true meaning kind of. Yeah, how the world says you be you. You just you do you and nobody else can judge you. And uh, Nick kind of put that to rest and that's not at all what the Bible says, right? Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, we did these, these five-minute devotions right before mealtime called You've Heard It Said, uh, where Nick got to get up and talk about some spiritual truths from Scripture, some things that the world says versus what Jesus actually says about those things. And we did those every day except for Friday because miscommunication. Uh, we did uh, some other things on Friday. Um, but it was, a, it was a great week. I really enjoyed it. Garrett, what would you think? Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed it. Probably the one thing that stuck out most to me, I uh, – I, I didn't grow up going to Falls Creek. I lived overseas, so it wasn't an option. When I did go, my dad was the missionary uh, speaker in residence, so um, I didn't really participate like a normal teenager. Um, so last year was the first year I went. Uh, this year, last year our our students went down to the decision team, and this year I was like, you know, I, I think I want to be involved in that. So I, I, I asked you, I said, what, what do I have to do to get involved? And he said, well, I have to sign you up, but if you show up down there, They'll put you on. So I went and did that, um, and so Ryan, uh, Rob, me, and then Allie would have been the would have been the sponsors. I think that went and did it. We may have had somebody else, but I, I think know Rosalie went down too. <clears throat> Rosalie, that's right. So there was there was five of us, but I I just remember um, standing there watching our students, and I don't know how many of those you signed them up. So it would be your older super summer. Uh, participants. Yeah, probably about 14 or so. Okay, so there was a lot of Seminole students out there. And uh, when they brought someone to me, there was a confidence that they had they had shared the gospel well, that they'd walk through um, whatever the decision was, they'd walk through it well. And it was clear, I could, I could tell that they had done well um, when they brought people to talk to me um, as an encourager. And that was, for me, that those times at the end of Tabernacle were uh, probably the most encouraging for me throughout the week. Not to say the rest of it wasn't, but um, it was just really neat to see um, 18-year-old, a lot of, most of them were 18-year-old, 17-year-old kids um, do that well. And it's, it's encouraging for the future. Yeah, that was something I, I did last year. Um, I didn't give our Super Summer students an option. Um, to be an encourager, you've got to be at least 16 or older. And so if you're 16 or older and you go to Falls Creek, I don't give you an option. Or you go to Super Summer, I sign you up. Um, and don't really give them an out on that. There, there is an out, but I don't give it to them. Uh, and so they go down, and I remember the first year I did that, they all complained. I don't want to do this. I don't. Why do I have to do this? Why are you making us do this? 
And after about Tuesday night, they were like, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, I can't believe I get to do this. And they look forward to it every year after that. Um, so it, it's a it's a fun process to watch students go and, and be an encourager. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what stood out to me. I, I think the whole week was great. I mean, there's you could there's a lot of catchphrases you can throw out throughout the week um, from um, ketchup and garlic milkshakes, uh, dunk tank, uh, gummy bears. Ooh. I mean, there are just different things you could throw out uh, throughout the evening, uh, throughout the words, other words that you can just throw out there that kind of describe different elements of the week. Uh, we'd love to share those stories, maybe off air sometime. And um, but it was a great week. It was a great uh, Falls Creek week, and we've started the follow up now. And I've got a new believers baptism class. We're going to start this Wednesday um, to kind of help guide these students in those next steps of obedience of baptism and what does that look like and, and the next steps for them. And we'll get to baptize them starting in August and September. So I'm really excited about the follow up process that takes place after. Um, so that was that was Falls Creek, and that was two weeks ago. Oh, that was like a hand signal. I don't know what that was for. Okay, now I'm confused. I can't remember if Ryan had anything to say. He did. No, did he? Yeah, didn't you? Did you talk about False Creek? No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. All right, talked about Cross Timber. So what do you got about False Creek? <laughs> um, I guess besides what I said Sunday morning, but um, gathering at the tab, I think that was maybe one of the fuller weeks I've been yeah. to. Yeah, for because sure. Because they had seat reservations through the back. I've never seen that before. No, we've never been that full. <clears throat> but the uh, Thursday night when we were right next to this little stage, yeah. but, but we were there in front, and I just remember just kind of looking back and just looking around, um, just hearing 5,600, 5,500 people just worship. That was really cool to hear. Um, very encouraging. Just how good how good of a God that we serve. Yeah, they do what they call the uh, the B stage. The summer I got to preach, they talked about the B stage, and it's out in the middle of the audience, and they do kind of an acoustic worship set in the middle of, of the tab. And so the people in the front, probably 20 rows, have to turn around and face the back. And most of our group was up front because we took the offering up that night, and they talked about you, you can hear the worship behind you, but to see it take place is a completely different thing and how much they really enjoyed being able to sit up front um, during that process and during that time. And uh, it was a really good week. It was a, a really good week. Um, really enjoyed it. Like I said, top tier. Uh, our sponsors killed it. Our cooks did amazing. Yes. Uh, our students were super well behaved. I mean, very yep. few issues. Um, it, it was just a, a great week to see. I really, really enjoyed our week. Um, so that's kind of our, our summer schedule. We had a lot of other things. We had, we had an ice cream fellowship that we got to do mm. one night. We did homemade ice cream here at the church. and gathered and we had our normal Wednesday nights for students and our adults met our, our theology of the church class continued to meet um, our church took some big steps uh, this summer as well um, kind of on the heels of decisions in our church to move us to a plurality of elders and, and we got to have a great worship service yesterday morning talk about the worship service yesterday morning Garrett we sang songs we did Nick <laughs> preached yeah Nick preached we, yesterday was the ordination service for um for the four new elders, uh, Rob, Scott, um, Matt, and myself. I know Matt's already an ordained minister, but that was kind of a solidification of this decision that was made to move to this plurality. Um, it was it was it was moving for me, um, and Nick's charge I think was um, it was it was good. I really appreciated it. Yeah, I sent a text out to the staff yesterday. I said the last two weeks I've been in my Jeep driving home thinking, man, that was the best worship service I've been a part of between the Falls Creek Report and this one. And I look forward to saying that again this week and going, man, this has been the best worship service I've been a part of this week. 
Uh, we've got uh, Garrett preaching this Sunday yeah. uh, on Joshua 5. Yeah. He uh, gets to, to preach this Sunday. A lot Sunday. of circumcision. There's a lot of circumcision <laughs> talk there in, uh, yep. in Joshua 5. I, I, got, I had the option to preach the week before <laughs> for the Falls Creek worship service, and I said, I'll take Joshua 5 verse 1. Uh, because the circumcision starts in verse 2. <laughs> uh, as, as much as I don't have a problem talking about that, it's just been a weird connection for Super Summer, or for Falls Creek, uh, for that, that following week after. So Garrett gets to preach this summer. Um, and so kind of to, to, to get ready to, to transition at this point, so Ryan has been our intern all summer, and he talked about all these things that he had to do. Now, to be fair, he would have done all these things regardless right. of who was the intern. Ryan has a, has a heart for ministry and a heart for service and loves serving our church and has done so since he was a student. Um, does it more voluntarily now, less being forced to do it than when he was in youth. Uh, but all those things that he mentioned he was a part of, he would have done all of them, maybe not cross timbers, uh, had he not been our intern uh, this summer. And uh, so, Ryan, what stood out to you from your internship this summer? Um, I think, like you said, I've been, I've been serving here and I do all the camps and stuff like that, but just being part, being part of you guys as staff, I think having a little bit more responsibilities, I think has shaped me to be a little bit more mature. Um, and just kind of what ministry looks like, because that's what I wanted. I mean, that's why I was the intern. I wanted mm-hmm. to, cause I have a call to ministry in my life. So just being a part of you guys. And just um, seeing how the church runs, um, just seeing the day-to-day stuff, and just all the preparation that you guys do—that's it's, it was encouraging and it was relieving because now I have some experience. Now you kind of know what yeah. to expect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think there was a day that Ryan wasn't—he was here. He was either in Garrett's office or in Nick's office eating snacks or in my <laughs> office, where I'm like, "Hey, if you're going to be here, I'm going to bounce ideas off you and like throw in sermon ideas and sermon points and small group stuff." And making him listen to me talk through my notes so I had the ears to listen to it. And so we got to hear a lot of that this summer as he served in all those different areas. Um, uh, what was one thing you think you learned this summer on in your internship? One thing you learned? Besides you're not called to children's ministry. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. it was the first night of Chris t- Cross Timbers. He texted me and said, I, I learned that I'm, I'm not called to be a children's pastor. Which is the worst thing you could say because Garrett used to say, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to be a worship pastor. And look where he's Boom. at. Jinxed myself. Um... Probably just, I think I've already known this, but just be be available at all times. Um, especially when that tornado hit. I mean, mm-hmm. boom, we're right there. Um, we were on the chainsaw cruise for like seven days mm-hmm. in a row. In less than 12 hours, yeah. the second tornado mm-hmm. hit. We were out out on site. Yeah, but just being, I, just being available. I mean, you guys have asked me to do stuff, and I've been there, and just being willing to do that, do that stuff. That's good. So I know you've been around the church um, more than maybe even the average person, I mean, you're you're involved in stuff. Did you see that, like Nick or Josh's or Terry's job? Did you come to a different understanding or a different appreciation that what all they do? That it's not. Did you have preconceived notions and then went, oh no, they don't just <laughs> sit in an office and figure out what's going to happen Wednesday night. They yeah. They put on they put on shaps and chainsaw shaps with shorts. I did. I rock. I, I, I look <laughs> good in those chaps and shorts. My legs stayed cool. Yeah, I think I think so. Um, yeah, you guys do a lot of work, um, and you remind me of that a lot, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
just especially all the false creek prep like i've kind of known some of that stuff but i mean we have to get there we have to have material to go through the kids i mean we have to have food we have to have the certain amount of people for the amount of food to feed people i mean just all that prep work and then um i was talking to nick a little bit just about like his study times and like how much he reads and his prayer times and stuff like that just the preparation that it takes to um serve the lord um faithfully so i do have a better appreciation for you guys i just don't think you sit in your office and on your phone anymore <laughs> not anymore that's what you thought <laughs> he they just sit on their phone the whole time. they just eat candy, they yeah, eat candy. They he knows whose office has the snacks in it mine's got the drinks yep, the diabetic nick's got the snacks <laughs> yours is full of jelly beans yep not anymore because ryan's eating them all <laughs> Come in and dig out all the black ones. It's a communal bowl. Uh, <laughs> what was uh, one thing that challenged you this summer? Challenged me. This is I think. Yeah, I think. I think some of the more leadership roles that I had to do this summer, um, not because I wasn't ready for them, just because they were new and ex- new experience. I don't like new experiences. I like more routine stuff um, I'm good with the flow but I like to know what I'm doing mm-hmm. so just some of that stuff um, you asking me to do the welc- the opening for the landing I mean I can do that that's fine but um, it just makes me nervous so just that stuff mm-hmm. you did the yeah. opening last night with a bowl of beans he said <laughs> at the table said the table I preach on Wednesday nights with a giant bowl of beans and ate it while, so he, while he did the opening for the for the landing last night yeah, we've put Ryan in some different responsibility roles and um, with the landing and some other things that we were like, hey, this why don't you take on? Hey, I want you to do this. I had him go with me to registration at Falls Creek so we can kind of see the ins and outs of mm-hmm. it's not just showing up saying, hey, we're here. Like, Is that when you found out that you lost my registration? Yes. Yeah, we were going through them. They said, you don't have one for Garrett Napier. And I'm like, man, that guy didn't fill one out. That's so what I told them. I didn't yeah. tell them that I, I lost it between your office and mine. Uh, I have no. I still to this day I don't know where it went. You'll find it next year. Yeah, it'll show up somewhere in a folder. And, um, we need to go through background checks and then sign up for rec times, and we have to meet all the people who were there and sign up for seat assignments. And we had extra security this year. We got flagged for random background checks, and they called on all our backgrounds. That was did an you, experience. Did Did you lead last year? Did you lead a group last year, or was this your first year to re- lead a family group? Um, at Falls Creek. Uh-huh. I co-led with Terry, mm-hmm. okay. but um, and this year Terry was kind of. But last out. year, but last year he kind of he did push me. I mean, he let me yeah. kind of just take it. So yeah. And so yeah, we put him in a bunch of new roles. Uh, I planned a, a, a volleyball mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. tournament for our youth, and that was kind of part of his internship was through his schooling and stuff. And he had some criteria he had to meet, and so that was something that he wanted to plan. And so he did that post Falls Creek and planned a big sixteen tournament and. Um, double elimination. They played in our bridge all day Sunday. So we got home from camp Saturday and they were doing that Sunday. And I was exhausted just being there. (laughs) It was a long, long day. Um, All right. So let's, let's end with this then, Ryan. Uh, What advice would you give to anyone who feels called to ministry? You kind of surrendered to ministry last summer at super summer. And it was really interesting to watch you tell people that. And they were like, well, yeah, duh. Like why did it take you so long to figure out that you were called to ministry? I remember having the conversation with your mom when you were in high school. And, and not sure what your future would look like and what you would be doing. And um, she was like, oh, I could see him doing ministry. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah I, I could too, but he's got to make that surrender. I can't make that surrender for him as much as I want to. And, and, and seeing you make that surrender last summer was awesome. So what advice would you give to somebody who's pursuing a call to ministry? 
Um, just to kind of give a little bit more background, um, I I did feel that call in high school. <laughs> I uh, I ran from it for about three years, I guess four years, um, and it took Super Summer and just a week of reading and just being with the Lord to really convict me of that to a point where I cannot not surrender to this now. Um, I remember that night, just that relief I got, because we, I, you came and prayed with me for that, but um, advice, I would just say, um, just be in your word daily. Um, you're not going to know the Lord unless you're not reading his word, and Nick says that a lot, but just be willing to submit, because that was the big part for me, is giving up control. I didn't know what that looked like, and I was scared. But just giving that control um, to him and just, tr- base, yes, trusting, that's the big one too. Um, trusting that he has, the Lord has you, and he's going to direct you wherever you're going to go. Um, it may not be on your timing. It's definitely his timing. And that's what I'm going through right now. Um, I'm figuring out where I'm supposed to be at. I think I have a, a good idea where I'm supposed to be doing ministry and just waiting on that um, opportunity to come up, but just seeing the Lord use me not knowing I wanted to study for college, um, using me finding this degree at UCO to kind of um, tie in with what I want to do with ministry and just see how it's all unfolding currently. So just be, just trust in the Lord. That's good. And I have one question that Josh won't ask, but I, I would like for you to speak as somebody who you spent your whole time in youth under Josh. And how did Josh's ministry shape um, your calling, and how has he how has he grown you in that? Yeah, so um, I came into the youth ministry seventh grade. Josh was still the junior high guy. Um, really? So yeah, he was he was pouring into me through that. I was in his junior high class and just kind of built that relationship through the years. Um, I've had my struggles through his ministry. Um, I've I've doubted my faith before, and he's walked me through that. Um, but all the way up into skipping some Wednesdays and him being in my ear like, hey, you can't be doing this. <laughs> um, but how his ministry shaped me, I think it shaped me through God in him, just shaped me who I am today. I think being encouraged daily, being encouraged weekly to come to church and be studying his word, um, through him leading me through Bible studies and all the Sunday school teachers and um, the material he writes and stuff like that. I think it's really shaped me to who I am. It it has it had to been, <laughs> but what was the what was the question again? Yeah, how, no, just how is his ministry? What what sticks out to you about what's Josh done for you that's really helped you be where you are today? Yeah, all those things, and um, he's my friend. He's one yeah. of my best friends. Um, we've grown to be good friends, Gavin Lane, all of us, and just. Um, how intentional he is with us um, as friends, but as a spiritual leader as well in my life. Yep. Well, I don't know how to take compliments, so I don't like no. that. <laughs> so, I knew you wouldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was one thing that I, I visited with Ryan about that called the ministry, and it's the advice I give to kids all the time, is when a student surrenders to ministry, when you look at David, and David was anointed at Samuel, what was he doing when he was anointed? Well, he was tending to the sheep. Jesse didn't even bring him in to be considered. And when he walks in, Samuel says, that's the dude. That's my guy. And he anoints him. And where does David go? 
He goes back out to tend to the sheep. We know that because later when his brother's off fighting, fighting Goliath, his dad calls him in from the flock to send him with snacks to his brothers mm-hmm. at war. And so I tell students, be faithful to tend your sheep. Um, do what you're supposed to do. Finish your degree. Finish your schooling. And find a way to serve in that. And when God's ready, he will reveal to you his plan. But it takes, like Ryan said, waiting um, to get to that point. So Ryan is tending to his sheep right now. He is, he is being faithful and he's serving and getting to that point when God says, okay, now I'm ready to put you in this ministry position because he knows what he's been set aside for. He knows he's been called to ministry. And I think that's affirmed through this summer for sure. And I, think, I don't think anybody on our church staff or anybody in our church who's seen Ryan serve would doubt that call to ministry. So it's just a matter of tending to his sheep right now until God says that he's ready and is going to put him in that position to use him at that point. So, Well, we appreciate you guys for joining us today uh, here for our Words Matter podcast. Anything else you guys want to cover this summer that maybe we left out or forgot? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, it's been a good summer. It's been a good summer. It's mm-hmm. been a long summer. It very much has. Long, tired. I'm still Busy. tired. I can't. I, yeah. I don't know. I maybe, maybe by November I'll catch up on sleep and get to a point that I'm I'm ready to function normally. Yep. Still walking around. That. And then you can start planning for the next summer. Yeah. Yeah, that's about the same time. I'm already planning for <laughs> fall events. I am. It's just, we used to joke that in summer, in ministry, you had to put your running shoes on in May. Um, really, I put mine on in about March. I put mine on in March and start prepping for summer stuff. And then we used to say... You know, as soon as August hits, August 1st, you take those running shoes off and you get a break in the fall. But it hasn't happened in a couple of years around here. So uh, we just roll on to the next thing. But it's it's good work. It's good, tired work. It makes you feel like you've earned it at the end of the day doing all this stuff. And I love serving this church. It's been it's been a blast. Um, well, that's kind of what we've got for our Words Matter podcast today. I'm going to let Aiden have the last word. I'm going to put him on the spot. So, Aiden, what do you want to leave our people with today? You got anything else to, to add to our podcast? Not really. No? Manana. Okay, that is Aiden for the Words Matter podcast. As we are, uh, uh, that was super loud. I apologize yeah. for those with headphone uh, users on that. Uh, but thank you guys for joining us here to the Words Matter podcast, podcast for FBC Seminole. If you don't have a church home, we'd love for you guys to visit us. And don't forget, Words Matter. This has been the Words Matter Podcast, a podcast of FBC Seminole. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.